Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Just, you know, ridiculously on talented, uh, you know, can make every throw. Um, but, you know, I think, you know, like most quarterbacks, you know, it's all about how can you affect them, you know, get them off their spot and, you know, just how, how can we create turnovers. Welcome back in the first take. That is Saints safety Tyron Matthew talking about Rams quarterback Matthew Stafford. And we're now bringing in Mike Dettelier. Mike D's notebook brought to you by the Sports Medicine Center of Thibodeau Regional Health System. And, well, we didn't know if he would be back or not for this game coming off the concussion protocol, Mike. But, yes, indeed, the Rams have their quarterback, Matthew Stafford, uh, coming into this exciting matchup in the Superdome against the Saints. Yeah, right. Um, (laughs) But uh, since he practiced almost from mid-week on, you sort of knew that that he was going to play in this game. And so when when you start practicing and everything's okay, then – you knew was going to play in this game. The problem is they have had some big-time difficulties keeping him upright for the most part. Uh, They're playing with a third-string left tackle, and they've went through four centers. They have no semblance of a running game, none. Now, that may all change today, but, um, you know, it's man, how far – the, the mighty have fallen, you Super Bowl champs in February, and how this team plays with no confidence. And uh, offensively, this is what drives the train for them. You know, it's, it's because of what they can do offensively. And now you don't have Cooper Cup. So you, you're in a hell of a fix. But you know what? Uh, I think they could say the same thing about the Saints. So – it is what it is at this stage, but uh, how the mighty have fallen um, in watching the Super Bowl champs get off to this type of start, and, and nothing has worked right for them. They're still okay on defense, but you got to score points to win in this league. You can't always play defense. you got to eventually score. Yeah, and I think it is interesting. You mentioned Cooper Cup being out. I almost, I almost wonder if, like, obviously you would rather not have to try to defend Cooper Cup, but it does simplify what you end up having to do in the sense that you know they're gonna, you're, they're gonna push him the ball. Now you have, you know, Allen Robinson, Van Jefferson, uh, who you know LSU fans are probably familiar with. He was over at Florida. Uh, ben Skaronic, Tyler Higby, these guys. You know, who from them kind of stands out? Obviously, Allen Robinson is kind of the feature name there. But what do they do? well and what are the saints going to have to defend today no i was surprised oh jeff that alan robinson didn't make a bigger impact than what he did now part of that because of the shoulder injury 
to Matt Stafford, he didn't get a chance to really work with him in the offseason. And they didn't build up a rapport. You, you see it a little bit better today than maybe you did earlier in the year. But, man, Allen Robinson was a really good receiver for the Bears, really was. He's a noted route runner, a guy that could set you up, get separation, sure-handed guy. He was sort of nifty after the catch. So I would think he would be the guy that they would go to, uh, along with Tyler Higby um, at, at tight end, because that's the security blanket, so to speak, for Matt Stafford at this stage. Van Jefferson, uh, good football player. Uh, I, he's not a, a legitimate, say, number one or two in this league, but he's a good three. And that he is, again, uh, know his dad, who's a coach in this league for a long time, wide receivers coach. And he, him also, really good route runner, uh, not noted for his speed, but his ability to kind of set you up, get a little bit of separation downfield. I would think Allen's the guy that um, he would look toward uh, because he's the experienced vet. He's been a guy that's done it at a, at a high level. And before Fields comes into play with the Bears, uh, that quarterbacking core uh, hasn't been – he ain't ready to carve out that plaque for the NFL Hall of Fame with it. So, uh, again, you, you got to spread it around. But I, I think the crux of the matter is this. They can't run the ball. Right. They they have had – I mean, it's god-awful that they haven't been able to run the football. And their best running back and the coach have not seen eye-to-eye. Him and uh, Cam Akers, Sean McVay have not gotten along too well. So where, where do you kind of go from here? So you're putting a lot in the basket of Matt Stafford to make throw after throw, play after play count. And they ain't the five blocks of granite in front of you. <laughs> Believe me, when you're down to the third string tackle and you've played four centers, you got difficulties. You're not winning a lot of games in this league. You're just not. The, the coordination's not there. And goes to show um, that old Pop Schmemel shoe at 40 years old, he was pretty damn good, Andrew Whitworth. <laughs> Even at 40, man, he could still play at a high level, and he protected that blind side of, of Matt Stafford. Yeah, they could sure use him coming off Thursday night football to back in their rotation right now. <laughs> just take off the sweatshirt under the under That the is so weird, right? <laughs> oh. Yeah, but he don't get hit. On Thursday night this football, he, exactly. the hardest thing he get hit with, with is that uh, that paper clip and maybe that ink pen. Mike, looking at the other side of the football with this Rams defense, they definitely haven't been as bad, but still not living up to their billing either. But a guy who is all effort, uh, definitely one of the best, if not the best defender in the NFL, Aaron Donald trying to contain him, trying to stop him, and this Saints offensive line being so banged up right now. How big of a concern am I? Am I over worrying this issue too much, or is Aaron Donald could could Aaron Donald really kind of take over this game? Man, we've seen Aaron Donald take over games with the Saints, and they had their first string unit in. <laughs> Good point. So, man, you know you couldn't tie him down, you know, and kidnap him is maybe the only way to kind of calm him down. <laughs> Understanding who he's got to play up against today, these are the type of games Aaron Donald takes over. And uh, Greg Williams told me this. The only thing, hey, when he was there with the Rams, said the only thing that's keeping him from the uh, Pro Football Hall of Fame is himself. 
being, being Greg Williams. Uh, but Aaron Donald, uh, man, for a big man, and, you know, people always throw out their 100% effort. Come on. That, 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 that's not real. Uh, n- nobody gives 100% effort on every play. Aaron Donald is about as close as you're going to get. I mean, he is pedal to the metal on every play. And it doesn't matter if they're winning by 20 or losing by 20. He gives you effort, and he's so talented as a pass rusher. He's deceiving because when you look at him, he's not this long, lean athlete that you would think, that's the guy that's going to give me problems coming off the edge. He's sort of a short, compact guy, but his explosiveness, his speed, his ability to get off the snap is super impressive. Now, this year, he hasn't put up huge numbers, but I do know that pass rushers sort of get them in bunches. You know, it's it's not, you know, two a game, two a game, three a game, one a game. No, it's sometimes three a game, four a game, and then they might not get one the following week. But he's bad to the bone. He's a bad man out there on that field. And so if you think you're going to block him every play with one guy, well, good luck. You know, my thing with Aaron, Andy Dalton is, hey, listen, just hang in there and get rid of the football fast because you know he's coming. He's somewhere around you. And I, I remember even Drew Brees talking about it, you know, in the quarterback-to-quarterback segments is that even though you don't see him, you feel him. Yeah. You know, he, you know, you know he's around you. And so you feel his presence, and not many people defensively you can say that with. He uh, he can take over a game, Steve. To be honest with you, maybe we can get when lucky. He's in that groove. Maybe we can get lucky with the noon start. He's still a little sleepy. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe. But listen, uh, it doesn't matter to him, man. You get to play this game at two o'clock uh, a.m. Central Standard Time. He's ready to play. <laughs> Yeah, he... And that's the thing a lot of times people maybe overlook is that when he's there, he's ready. There ain't no bad game. He might not be as successful in some games as others, but he's there every game, and he's making you think about how you're going to block him and how you're going to sort of cut him down. And it's normally not with one guy. You've you got to get a little bit of help. If it's a, a chip with a running back or a tight end or whatever, you you need a little bit of help with him because, in essence, he's the type of guy, and I could, I've said that about very few defenders in my 30-something years, that when he's on, uh, good luck. Uh, you know, you, you better get rid of that football fast. And he's always running up the field to get after the quarterback, and he plays the run along the way. And, and that, that, that is a Greg Williams line, but it is accurate. That, that's what he does. He's all about getting up the field. And as strong as he is, man, he can catch that running back with one arm and you down. And he's, he's put out a couple quarterbacks throughout his career. Uh, and Drew Brees was one of them. Always appreciate the time, Mikey D. Uh, gut feeling on this game? We come away with a victory? Man, I sure hope so. It makes my Mondays better. Uh, Amen to that. But, but, I, but I'll be honest. Uh, 
Dan, you think about both teams and just how bad they've played. And against the spread, here's the best run. The Saints are 3-6 and six against the spread. The Rams are two wins, six losses, and a bump. So something's got to break yeah. today, one way or another. Mike D's Notebook brought to you by the Sports Medicine Center of Thibodeau Regional Health System. Be talking to you later on on the Bud Light Countdown to kickoff, Mike. All right, guys. Y'all take care. Thank you. This is First Take with Steve Geller and Jeff Nowak. Give us a call on the Oakland Heart Jewelers talking text line, 504-260-1870 on WWL. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, <laughs> nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.